Welcome back to New Rockstars. The first two episodes of Marvel's Hawkeye on Disney Plus present to us a Knives Out-esque murder mystery that we have enlisted the help of an insider from the Hawkeye series to help solve. This is Rogue Theory, the show where we pitch the wildest theories for the nerdy titles we love. I'm Eric Voss. Going rogue with me today is good friend of the show and daughter of the year, Jessica Clemens. Also, of course, the head of New Rockstar's own Bro Mafia is MT. What's going on, bro? Don't touch my car, bro. What the heck going on, bro? I don't, I'm trying to act like them. I can't do it. <laughs> You're doing great, man. I want you to stick with that the whole episode. And we are so excited to welcome to New Rockstar's the wickedly talented performer from Hawkeye Episode 1 who played Ant-Man in Rogers the Musical. Please welcome to the show, Nico De Jesus. Welcome, Nico. Thanks for having me. Does this mean that I'm also the sexiest man alive? Oh my god. I yeah, that's yes. 100%. Nico <laughs> Get this man a magazine cover. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get into the whole mystery at the heart of Hawkeye. Who killed Armand Duquesne the third? You have some ideas of who you think it is, I'm sure, but I think there's going to be some bigger twists to this. But first, we have Nico here, so we got to ask you about Rogers the Musical, if that's okay. Yes, please yes. ask. Okay, so I, I want you to talk about the whole process of bringing I Could Do This All Day to the stage. Like, the lyrics, the choreography, the book, the score, the set design, the casting. How collaborative was this process with the Marvel Studios team? What was your level of input as the sexiest man alive, Andy? <laughs> well, you know, my agents actually sent me a weird email saying, hey, they're... They're, they want to they want to hire dancers for a Marvel show, and so just send in a tape. It was one of those things. So I just sent in a tape of me dancing, and then a tape of me singing, and then a week later, my agent said, "Hey, uh, so Marvel wants you for this job. They want to fly you. They want you to go to Atlanta, and they want you to do this job. Show up the first day of rehearsal." Not exactly sure what the heck is going on. And so they go through and the choreographer, Josh Bragas, he looks at like all the six foot guys. He's like, you guys need to be the Chitauri and this is going to be Loki. This is going to be the Battle of New York for all the other New Yorkers. And I'm like, oh, cool. What am I doing here? Why am I here right now? And he's like, and this is my, my, my friend. He's like, this is going to be the Hulk. This is going to be Captain America. And he points to me. He's like, and you're going to be Ant-Man. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Hmm. Ant-Man was not in the Battle of New York, but uh, sure, this will be great. This will be really fun. So yeah, so just it was. We were there. We were there in, in Atlanta for three weeks rehearsing, and then we filmed at the beautiful Fox Theater in Atlanta. Um, and it was crazy. It was. It was actually one of our like my first job being back since the pandemic. I didn't know that Jeremy Renner was going to be there on on one of our shoot dates, and this dude just handsome man walks in with a suit on and I was like, that's, uh, that's Jeremy Renner. That is Hawkeye. It's like, that's an Avenger. He's here. And so, yeah. and he's literally watching me right now pretend to be Ant-Man. So this is great. Wow. So did you know that this was going to be for the Hawkeye series or did you just think some Marvel property? You know how Marvel is. We had no clue. Mm. No idea. There was, I even, wow. I, I even forget, I even wow. forget the code name for it. We showed up, we had, I had no idea what it was. I forget what the, the code name for it was. And we showed up <laughs> at rehearsal space. We're like, hi, we're here for this, whatever the code name was. And then uh -huh. finally in rehearsal, they revealed what we were going to be doing. 
I love that they can compartmentalize it that way. We talked to Ithmar Enriquez, who was the commercial guy on WandaVision, who's a a friend of ours from Improv in LA. And he's like, yeah, I just came in to do commercials, like Marvel-related commercials. I had no idea this would be for WandaVision. So that's so funny. And then we had no idea, and they had like... The my friend that played Captain America and, the, and my friend that played Thor it was the actual Captain America shield. It was I may or oh may not God. have like stolen photos holding both of them. Maybe we don't know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Hawkeye's bow was the, like it was uh, it was quite the experience. Damn. I was geeking out the entire time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We could tell you, you looked like you were having a lot of fun yes. playing Ant-Man because, like, it was even Hawkeye asked, like, Ant-Man wasn't there. And it cuts to you, like, doing the shake, the sway. Just oh, yeah. So it was hilarious. The choreographer, I thought he was going to have me do something cooler because, you know, every Avenger, they had their own little, like, I think it was Ant-Man flies and you don't hear a sound. I thought I was going to, like, do a flip or something. And he's like, oh, no, I actually oh. want you to do what the girls are doing because I think that would be really funny. And I was like, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> sure, it would be pretty funny. You're right. Let's do it. It sold perfect like the editing and your just delivery of that it was kind of like yeah I know I was supposed to be here but I'm here now yeah. like, I'm here anyway oh ah. yeah I, the entire time though I was a little scared I was like oh they're gonna realize that Ant-Man wasn't actually in this and I was gonna get fired but no but then when I heard that when I heard that the Jeremy Renner line about Ant-Man I was like oh I have a close-up coming up. Here we go. Yes, yes. Good on you, man. Good on you for making the most of it. And we got to ask, could there be other, like, songs from Rogers the Musical that we might hear on an original cast recording, other Marvel Easter eggs? I mean, I don't know about that. I do know that they were very excited about this. I do know that they have been talking about trying to cross over into the musical world and this was like something and this was and this was a big deal for them this was a huge deal this was a huge deal for them to cross over and do this they got actually mark shaman who is producer or composer he wrote the music of course got adam pascal mr one song glory from rent to do the music and yeah i know and yeah i tried to i was gonna try and get him to come in my come in here and say hi to us because he's on tour with me right now (gasps) but he's he's busy busy right now but yeah i really (laughs) i know i really wanted to get him to come in here and say (laughs) hi real quick but you know adam pascal's doing i love you adam pascal's doing adam pascal things but i will say that that there is somewhere like a four minute long version of this number i don't know where it is but i know it's release the roger I know it's somewhere. So there is a there is a longer version oh. of this entire of this entire That's thing. So funny. That's so amazing. So Yo. exciting to hear. Uh, well, Nico, again, thank you for joining us. We want you now to cross over into our world to figure out this Hawkeye mystery because you know you you had this role on the show. You don't know everything that Absolutely happened. Absolutely not. You're watching it now as a fan. Yeah. Yes. Great. Well, let's dive into it. Hawkeye episode one. Jack's elderly uncle Armand Duquesne the third chats up Kate during the party, and Kate recalls attending brunches at his brownstone when she was a kid, suggesting that the Duquesnes and the bishops could go way back. But now Armand distrusts Jack and Eleanor's engagement. Kate overhears Armand and Eleanor arguing. Armand's like, I gave you this opportunity. He threatens her. I have powerful friends too. And then we learn that Eleanor owns a private security company. Never a good sign. And uh, (laughs) we're not quite sure whether or not she killed her husband, Derek, by the way. That's all in the breakdown. But at this auction, Armand tells Jack that he's reached his breaking point with Eleanor. Things are about to get ugly. They get in a bidding war over Hawkeye's Ronin sword. And then during the robbery, Jack steals the sword and Kate finds Armand's corpse in his home, slain by a sword 
injury, along with a bowl of Armand the Third brand butterscotches, the same butterscotches that Jack offers Kate after a vicious fencing match where he tried to downplay his skills, but then eventually revealed them when he parries, like, you know, muscle memory. And then Kate obviously suspects Jack now. I think we're all meant to suspect Jack. Tony Dalton, mm. he's great at playing a villain. But there's obviously a deeper conspiracy behind Armand's murder. So Absolutely. what do you guys think that conspiracy is? I'm gonna go first since the new the noob is gonna go first so that you guys can go all for so it. that you guys can chime in and help me out here because I'm not the professional <laughs> here. So, Perfect um, tactic. Just, I got so, you, just just so you know too, like I uh, I'm not as well versed in this. This is like 48 hours of research. But here we go. Is it Jack or is it Jacques Duquesne? Um, yes, I, is, um, it is Jacques He might be yes. the, you know, the swordsman. Um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that there is something to do with the butler that we saw very quickly in the um, in the auction scene. I think that maybe mm-hmm. him and Jacques maybe teamed up, and maybe they had something to do with the killing of Uncle Armand. And then wow. also, okay. and also, Jacques also said inheriting. Money from maybe you know he's all he's inheriting money from the bishops, but also maybe he's inheriting money from his uncle. I think you're absolutely onto something. I think obviously Jack or Jacques has to be involved somehow, right? Mm-hmm. The, the evidence is there. I think you're right to to pull on the string of the money, follow the money, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. there's something going back with the bishops, with their financial troubles in that prologue scene, mm-hmm. and with the Duquesne, how he gave Eleanor this opportunity. The fact that she now runs a private security firm financial troubles gone, like some solution fell from above. And I'm just dying to know what that financial incentive was. Mm -hmm. I ultimately agree with Nico. I (laughs) agree with Nico. I like the idea of Jack being in debt, Um, especially because during the auction scene, he was like, it's okay. I'm not going to need money for that much longer. Like he was like, and his dad was like, I'm buying this. So you don't buy it. Like you don't have mm. the money to do so. He didn't want the mom. He didn't want Kate Bishop's mom and him getting together. I think they were working together. And now that they're together, I think uh, like ultimately Jack's idea is like, I'm going to get into wealth this way and I'm going to kill her, but I'm going to kill my dad or my uncle who's getting in the way of this fortune that could possibly happen. I like the idea, though, that Kate Bishop's mom is also bad, though, and the mom is ultimately the one that killed the uncle. Um, They could be working together because I think the people that broke into the auction still have to be like the security working for her and she hired Mm. them. I refuse to believe that this woman's all good. Like it's she's up to something with him. And I want that scene of the break in. I was like, that's her people. I immediately was like, that's her people. She needs that watch. He needs that watch. Someone like this is not it's too easy. It's too easy to be like, oh, the the nephew did it to the uncle. So I'm like, no, nope. give it to right. me. Right. I do yeah. not trust Eleanor Bishop at all. I do not <laughs> trust the chick <laughs> for one <laughs> second. Like, I just, I think she killed um, the daddy, um, <laughs> Haley's dad, and I think that she killed Armand as <laughs> well. Haley's dad. This chick is sketchy. <laughs> the actress Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld's father. <laughs> oh my gosh. Her actual. <laughs> Stop. MT's protect, Breaking MT's news, protecting, everybody. That's a real protecting his theory. girlfriend a little too much. Protecting his girlfriend a little too much. I'm sorry. She killed Kate. He, I think she killed Kate's dad, and I think that she's behind the um, Armand's murder as well. It just seems that, you know, because they had that argument right before his death, and it's just like, I just think that she's a really bad person. And um, if we see, an ep- if you go back to episode one, when she's talking to Kate, and we see her do that weird, like, um, thing with, the, with her fork and the food into her mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just yeah. think she has, like, some really 
unique reflexes. And I think that she has more skills. She does. She, okay, than we, than real quick. That was cool. About. Boy, um, the, boy. So it, I literally agree. So, and also in the beginning with the, the animation and like the title sequence, mm-hmm. her mom is always standing within an inch of her daughter winning yes, all these prizes right and doing right everything. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do and it. that line, I love the line so much, but that line of like, when um Haley Steinfeld did all the bad stuff with the bell and she was like, mm-hmm. you think you're invincible because you're young and rich, but mm-hmm. I haven't always been young and rich. So I'm like, she got to where she was doing something bad. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, she's lived a life. She has, ta- she has yeah. tall tales. I'm you like, know, she did I- something bad. You're right. And the fact that, like, Kate Bishop used the telltale sign to her the smoking gun was the fact that Jack Duquesne was lying about his abilities and then just pulled that random parry out of nowhere. Clearly... Uh, Eleanor Bishop is doing the same thing, both with the carrot trick. And then in the opening shot, like there's a shot of like Kate Bishop's bedroom and framed pictures of everything. You see a woman doing a handstand on a cliff. That's obviously not Kate. She's a 10 year old girl. That's gotta be Eleanor who's doing crazy gymnastics shit in (laughs) Rio de Janeiro, wherever that is. Like that, this woman's got some skills and I think we're gonna see it, you know? Rio de Janeiro, wherever it is. (laughs) Well, there is a cliff somewhere in South America that you can do that. I don't know. Yes, no, you got it, you got it. They're both aware of it. I think they were both aware, they both didn't really seem to care that Armand was dead. They're like, police will handle it. Probably because we own the police, right? I just want to know how high up this goes. I know how low it goes. I think the tracksuit bros are working for them as well. But I, I wonder if they have bought off some of the city government. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm shipping hard. Like, I'm pushing hard. I'm on the train. I worship at the altar. I bend the knee to Kingpin. Like, Kingpin, oh my God. I want to see D'Onofrio in this. Please, Lord, please. It might. That'd be really cool. If I knew, I would spoil that, obviously. If I knew, <laughs> you would just say it. Totally 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 but I have no idea. I would have told y'all already. Nico, tell us the truth. We know you know. Come on, please. All right, well, I think it's clear enough that, like, Eleanor married into the Bishop family money. I think he mm-hmm. had money. Derek Bishop did as a kid. Uh, and I think his family goes way back with the Duquesnes. But I think he was kind of a screw-up. He just kind of had that classic screw-up energy. Like, what? I, I like to go down to Atlantic City sometimes. The house is going to break my way this weekend. Wait till you see, doll. And then she's like, oh, God. Can just a Battle of New York happen so that I can push it <laughs> off the scaffolding? Please. Oh, thank God. Right. I also think it's crazy that, like, did Eleanor Bishop know this battle was coming? The fact that she's like, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. the solution's going to come from above. Your dad's going to go downstairs. I will mm-hmm. also go downstairs. True. Like, mm-hmm. did she just happen to see that wormhole open up while, while they were she arguing? definitely. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if she knew, but she definitely had to kill the dad because when Haley was looking for her, when Kate, I need some Connor Haley, damn you, MT. <laughs> She's Haley. <laughs> the actress uh, in that scene is yeah, not even Haley. It's a yeah, girl. it's not. Yeah, it's not. The great casting, though, did look like a little version of Haley Steinberg. Sure did. But really did. It did. Really. Young Kate was looking so long, screaming, Mom, Dad. I was like, okay, they're dead. And then when mommy. the mom showed up, I was like, Mommy. Mommy. Oh, mother. Mother. Mommy. Mom. Our, our $3.5 million mom. penthouse mom. is going to say. Mommy, where's the hell? I'm also, I'm very surprised. Has this happened before? I don't think it has, but this is a great opportunity for like the storytelling arc of having a villainous mother of like, yeah, she pushed him off the freaking half, like blown up roof of your guys' penthouse suite. Like, and no one's going to think of it because they're going to be like, oh yeah, and aliens were attacking. So we can't really (laughs) pin it on your mom pushing him off a cliff. 
So it, it has to be. Yeah, like, I think that she was literally, like, waiting for, like, it was a perfect opportunity. It's like, I could kill this guy. I'm yeah, just going to throw right. his body into the rubble and be like, oh, my God, it was aliens. Yeah. It was aliens oh. and not me. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it, was, it was too perfect. Too perfect. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Right? Aliens. Oh, my gosh. That's the crazy thing. I'm going to kill him. Honey, come out <laughs> here. Look at these aliens. The only thing I could really think of, like, how she could have known is, like, maybe she was working with Hydra. Because, like, Hydra was in Whoa. S.H.I.E.L.D. Boy, boy. Boy, boy, about don't Loki, talk about it. It would be crazy. Don't. It would be boy, nuts if she was connected. Stop. She's like, I don't know. Who knows? And like, she, maybe her powerful friends are Val. Who knows? Who stop. knows? It could guys, be oh my stop. gosh. Okay. Now our mind is racing. Oh my God. My next theory has a lot to do with this. So don't talk about oh, it. Sorry. Okay. See, this is always like the crazy option, but should we discuss, discuss Skrull? Like, could mm. the fact that Skrulls, they were in orbit, they would have known alien this invasion is, is afoot oh. and could have alerted oh. her. Like, is it possible? Could she be Varanki, the evil scroll, the first evil scroll we meet in the MCU? I'm just saying. Oh I'm my god! Saying, I this don't is, know. I, I that's don't a really know. good point because the scrolls are in crazy. orbit. That's really really smart. Yeah, I'm just gonna give myself. Some, some <laughs> yeah, money. just shove it in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no. Uh, MT, I'm gonna give you the point there for for bringing Hydra into this. Yeah, Hydra, Hydra always seems to have their finger on the pulse. They know what's coming. MT, I'm gonna rogue. choke Thanks, man. You. I appreciate it. Man, I got like glitter on my chest now. It's like I came back from a rave. Well, we're going to talk more about this watch that Ooh. came up in the auction. I think that could be the key to a lot of this, and I want to hear your thoughts on it. But uh, first, there is a brand new Latest Obsession shirt inspired by Hawkeye, available at NewRockStarsMerch.com. You got to get your hands on this. It is awesome. These are limited edition shirts. Once they sell out, they're going to be retired to the Blue Dungeon with me, where I, I stitch them together into a quilt, and I wrap myself in it, and I just like sweat out. You know, it's just that's what he out. uses to try uh, to escape. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, yep. And I'm in a tower. I can't tell you where, but it's just there's no door to this room. I don't know how I got here, but it's all blue. Uh, anyway, and if you get those shirts, when you get the latest obsession, you'll get the added option of writing in a custom shout out that will appear at the bottom of our Inside Marvel After Show. So that's a cool little perk. So uh, get these uh, shirts and all of our merch options at NewRockStarsMerch.com. Uh, but we want to thank some people who sponsored this episode, starting with our friends at Blue Chew. Guys, there's nothing sexier than confidence, and Blue Chew can help give you that confidence where it counts. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers. The same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive a prescription within days. And the best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our audience. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ROGUE at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code ROGUE, to receive your first month for free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information, and we thank Bluetooth for sponsoring the show. We also want to thank Stance Socks. Around the office, we've been rocking socks from one of the sponsors of this episode, Stance, and they are both incredibly comfortable, but also very well designed. They feel great, and they're just a fun way to subtly show off our fandoms. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel has reinvented socks, t-shirts, and more. They have a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. They are a great match with the new Rockstars audience because of their collaborations with brands you love like Batman, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel. Some days you just feel like having Thanos on your ankle and Stance helps you do that in style. The Stance philosophy is that a perfect fit is more important than simply fitting in. Those who feel good, 
do good. So go see for yourself. Just head on over to stance.com and pick out whatever styles you like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. And we want to thank Upstart for sponsoring us. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can feel crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. So find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com rogue. That's upstart.com rogue. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income, certain other information provided in your loan application. Again, that's upstart.com rogue. All right, back to these first two episodes of Hawkeye. One interesting detail from Hawkeye episode one was this watch that was in this off the books auction in the wine cellar that they recovered from the wreckage of Avengers compound, along with all these other things they were auctioning off. And then of course this was robbed, which we have suggested might've been a planned robbery from someone from the inside, maybe Eleanor Bishop. The tracksuit mafia's primary objective was that watch. They said everything else is secondary. Oh, Infinity Stone, secondary. Stark Goblet, secondary. <laughs> A Pym Tech, secondary. But this watch, <laughs> this, this watch. watch is like, uh, <laughs> It's like Walken's character in uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, and I like, shoved it. I needed that watch. <laughs> this uncomfortable watch I wore up my ass. Up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, who had this watch up their ass in Vietnam for so long? Uh, no, I want to know. Like, uh, they did successfully obtain it. There was a guy who looked at it. Then Lucky the Pizza Dog attacked him. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he was able to recover that watch. That seems to be the whole objective to this, you know. And then they're worried that oh, now we got this like Kate. Bishop character who's like aware of what we were doing so they're trying to like cover up this watch like whose watch was this why was it so important to steal what do you guys think? I I'll go first because I okay. have no insight <laughs> no I'm joking <laughs> I think it's the Strucker watch from WandaVision oh I think it's the Strucker watch I think it's very important there's ties to it that's something in it that they need to get oh, and that's why wow. Wanda was keeping imagining all these commercials that Strucker shit sorry Strucker stuff you're gonna bleep that out <laughs> so I think it's a very important watch because there's something inside of it and the only person that has any kind of knowledge of this thing existing right now, other than these people, was Wanda. And that's what we were getting that first taste from Wanda's visions in the commercials. I love that theory. I really do. That's pretty cool, that's Jessica. Pretty cool. I love that. Like the fact that she's manifested this now. This is real. Yeah. These products are this- real. You can get Hydra Soak. You can get antidepressants. I would love if they like they just break into like a like a supermarket. Like get the soap, bro. Get the get all the soap. The hydro soap. <laughs> get the soap. It's very important. We gotta carve it. <laughs> I think that the the watch could be Tony Stark related because like you know we've seen in Far From Home that we had the glasses and like if this was Avengers Mansion, so like Tony Stark stuff is all over the place. That everyone wants Tony Stark's technology. Like we saw in yeah. Iron Man two at the beginning. As soon as Iron Man came out, it was like, all right, I'm Iron Man. Everyone just wanted his technology. So there's probably yeah. something in that watch, some nanotech, something, or some right. Tony secrets mm. that they want to just Yeah, take I mean, in Civil War, he had a wristwatch, right? That he mm. went, mm-hmm. and like that, little, that's where it all came up all over himself. Uh, but also, <laughs> he, uh, 
phrasing. Uh, you, know, you talk about Blue Chew, your mind goes crazy. But, uh, but I'm thinking, like, also he had the the wristwatch tech for the PIM tech that he used to, as quantum right. navigators. Like, maybe right. he could have encoded that in a wristwatch that he just left. He's like, I want to keep one of these. I like that, because, like, we do have quantum mania coming up. And I suspect that the word quantum mania is probably in reference to, you know, the whole quantum energy um, thing that's going to happen. Um, like, everyone's going to want quantum energy to go, like, harness it. Like, time travel, all that stuff. Yeah. So, like, it would make sense if that was part of it. And it's like, all right, let's get that watch technology so we can just find a way to go through the quantum realm and, and do sketchy shit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that that watch yeah. is so important and they got a bunch of people in track seats to go get it. Like, oh, it's like- <laughs> absolutely. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> They're like, we got to, with like ski, just a ski mask, just a ski yeah. mask. Who, who say bro, like yeah. in case you had right. any confusion over which gang this was, it's the ones who say bro and put it on their vans. And then also like Kaz, Kazzy just like lifted his yeah. ski mask. He shows so himself. Street. What are you doing? You can see through it. <laughs> you can see I need to see better. <laughs> I want to see this face. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go a little bit more like emotional here. And as soon as I saw the Russians, I was like, oh, Natasha. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was like, oh, maybe, um, maybe this watch has sentimental value. And maybe Yelena maybe sent them to go get the watch. Oh, and maybe this is something oh, of is like, really I don't know. Maybe this is very real. But I was like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it belongs to Natasha. This is another thing that connects her to her sister and this is something that's very sentimental to her and as as, as soon as the russians attractions popped up i was just like oh yelena also i just love yelena so i just <laughs> want her to pop up anyways but i was like this is another way besides her wanting to kill clint this is another way to get her into the series and kind of mixed in with everything that is a fascinating take I like this yeah there there is like ivan the leader of the gang we've always wondered who's the ivan who's natasha's dad in this universe mm-hmm. you know like father of Ivan. Is he dead? Is he actually dead? Is he still alive somewhere? But even though Echo seems to be their manager, yes. a manager is not a CEO. A manager is not a client. You know, a manager is just someone who oversees, does the day shift or the night shift, you know? So I think there's going to be a lot of tears to this criminal organization, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of whips out to other uh, pieces of the operation. Yeah, I think Yelena could have been involved in that for sure. In fact, and we know Yelena's coming into this show. We know she's she and Val are targeting Hawkeye. So Nico, I'm giving you a point for that yes, I think that's yes. fascinating. Uh, and Jessica, I gotta give you a point as well for the Strucker watch. I did not think of that. That's I love so that cool. one. Such a good uh, idea, if, I love that. Yeah, that's so cool. All right, so we are all even up here. It is anyone's game. But before we get to road questions, one more thank you to our sponsor, Mac Weldon. You're busy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mac Weldon daily wear system. The daily wear system is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design, made with performance fabrics built to work together. From breathable t-shirts and polos to stylish button-ups and shorts, underwear and beyond, Mac Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play. Around here at New Rockstars, we are big fans of their long sleeve t-shirts. They are perfect for fall weather or even a chilly movie theater where, you know, we're starting to spend some more time these days and you gotta look sharp in that concession line. For the ultimate lazy Sunday, their Ace Sweat Shorts have a modern tailoring and pair perfectly with their ultra soft, ultra upgraded Pima tees. For weekend travels, both near and far, the Silver Knit Polo and Radius Shorts are their perfect high-tech, highly packageable combo. So buy some time this season with the Mack Weldon Daily Wear System for 20% off your first order visit macweldon.com slash 
Rogue and enter promo code Rogue. That's MacWeldon.com slash Rogue. Promo code Rogue for 20% off MacWeldon. Radically efficient wardrobing. All right. It is Thanksgiving week, everybody. Gobble, gobble. Black Friday. We're eating a lot of food. We're buying a lot of things that probably won't ship to us until January. But anyway, uh, I want to know, in honor of Thanksgiving, pitch uh, what side dish or dessert or other option your favorite Marvel hero or your favorite Marvel villain would bring to the Thanksgiving dinner oh, table. Oh, In honor of, you know, my boy Nico, uh, I think I'm going to say Ant-Man brings in, I, if you remember from Ant-Man 2, there's these really adorable um, tardigrade animals in the microverse. Water bears. If yeah. he just made them really big and then this cooked one, and just like, here's my <laughs> Thanksgiving meal, a weird microverse <laughs> animal. Uh, I think that'd be uh-huh. hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, love it, I, love I'm it. gonna say that Shang Chi. I don't know if any of you ever been to like an uh, an Asian holiday feast. We don't typically do like proper Thanksgiving food. We always do like, oh, here's some uh, noodles and lumpia if you're Filipino. I'm gonna say that Shang Chi. He's he's bringing dumplings. Oh, he's bring, yes. he's bringing okay. some soup dumplings okay. over to to, to our Thanksgiving. Yeah, actual actual edible food instead of like uh, poorly cooked turkey. You know, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of like a, a roast Soupy, turkey. Like, you have to work so yes. hard. He's bringing dumplings and boba. <laughs> I mean, that I sounds honestly like honestly a dream Thanksgiving that. to me. That sounds honestly, amazing. Yes. Hell yeah, I'm all about that shit. That's so like... I think it'd be cute if it's uh, Peter Parker and he was just like, oh yeah. Uh, Aunt May made some lemon bars and it, there's only like enough for six people. <laughs> so, like, I feel like all the other Avengers would bring like actual dishes like Doctor Strange would make like an actual buffet come to the table and Peter Parker shows up and just like his normal like jacket and shoes just be like lemon bars here with the foil still on like it'd be something cute. Oh, I got to give the point. I mean, of those options, they all sound great, but I would want to have Thanksgiving with Shang-Chi if that's going to be. Honestly, dumplings, bro. Nico, you get the point. Yes. You get the winning point. And Nico, that makes you the winner of this episode of Rogue Theory. And just the winner of the week, honestly, (laughs) for the Hawkeye premiere. Like, what an amazing cameo and and performance. We we hope to see you more in the MCU. Oh, I hope so. I just want to say thank you so much for having me. And I wanted to say thank you all so much. I found this channel during the pandemic. And your episodes, they truly helped every week every day getting a new new rock star notification saying this is a new video and seeing the three of you on there really helped keep me you know happy throughout the pandemic so thank you all so much and this was this was amazing thank you so much this is so cool that's so sweet it's so so freaking dope that you're even on this show man so like (laughs) i i it's Thank you, honestly. Thank you so much for coming. Thanks, on. guys. I appreciate so cool. this. The so man alive. MCU character <laughs> so, on Rogue Theory. Yeah. Guys. Are you kidding me? I know. I this just, is so I crazy. Yes. <laughs> I'm in the multiverse. <laughs> yes, you are. And uh, and it's such an honor uh, to have you as as part of this panel today, Nico. For everyone watching, uh, follow Nico's career. Like this guy is performing on so stages talented. everywhere. Where are you performing next? Where can people see so you? So right week? now, I'm on uh, I'm on the Pretty Woman. Tour, which is traveling right now. Right now we're on the East Coast. Right now I'm in St. Louis, but also Adam Pascal, who was in the episode with me, is also on tour with me right now. So if you want to see, amazing. if you want to see two characters from the MCU, come watch Pretty Woman on tour. <laughs>
People yes. will, What's and they will literally <laughs> just be like, that's the people from the MCU. Like, people oh, yeah. will be so excited. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, right now, uh, people are discovering Jonathan Larson and his uh, universe and his works through Tick, Tick, Boom. Yes. With Spider-Man is a Tick, Tick, Boom. Like, people are going to find yes. their way around to, to everyone. You know, having grown up with Rent and with Adam Pascal, to me, yes. whatever. But, like, there's going to be a whole new wave of kids who are like, wait, what is this? This amazing thing <laughs> called musical theater. Uh, that I can go support. Anyway, so yes, support Nico de Jesus, and we thank you again for joining us here on New Rockstars. What an, an amazing show this was. And of course, Jessica Clemens, MT, thank you guys for joining us. Always a delight to share uh, to share some screen time with you guys. And you can support New Rockstars and all of our awesome merch over at NewRockstarsMerch.com. And if you want to talk more about this episode of Rogue Theory, uh, we have a New Rockstars Discord server that is now open to the public. We've made some channels available to non-patrons so that you can be a part of a broader community of New Rockstars fans on Discord if you're over 18 and interested, search for New Rockstars on our your Discord search option. Join the conversation. You can follow me at EA Boss, follow New Rockstars on all of our social platforms, and be sure to subscribe to our channel here on YouTube, of course. Everyone, have a wonderful holiday weekend, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Gobble, bye bye. Bye.